This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, it's Freestyle Friday, everybody, and I am Glenn DeGeek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for May 7th, episode 2677, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad acts. Enjoy the show. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this Friday morning. Nothing is happening, and so we're going to cut the day short and have mm-hmm. a great weekend. We don't yeah, have- bye. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> we got a big show planned for today. We have one of our old friends for people who have been listening to the show forever. Victoria Spicer is going to stop by from England. She is press officer at the All England Jumping Course, or better known as Hickstead for everybody. And she's going to kind of get us up to date on what's going on over there and in her life. Uh, for longtime listeners will know, she came on with us every week for years and years and years. And then she went and had babies, and that was it. We never heard from her again. But today she's coming back. (laughs) (laughs) I actually got to go over to Ain. When I went to London, I took a road trip down and hung out with her and her husband and son. And they are just utterly delightful people. So I'm super excited to to catch back up with her. I still have my hat at her house. She hasn't mailed it back yet. (laughs) I always leave trap everywhere I go. (laughs) Well, you know, what's funny is uh, it's always nice when we have people on the show like her and Leslie and everybody, and they're exactly the same in person when you actually meet them. There's no facade there. They're just the way they are. So it it is nice to see that. And speaking of nice, we had... uh, we had a lot of nice new reviews on on our on all the podcast players about our show. So thank you everybody for that. I know. It turns out when people say we're boring, other people get really mad and <laughs> write nicer reviews to block out the ones that talk about me being narcissistic and you being egotistical and <laughs> us being boring. So it was really nice. Everybody, you know what, thank th- you. There wasn't there wasn't one or what was it recently the boring one or was it last year? I don't know. What, what, I can't remember. I can't remember. Right. There was we didn't see it because we never look at our reviews on the podcast players. And we just happened to look the other day and saw the one about us being boring. You know, of all the words, boring, I don't think is the word. We may be stupid. We may be naive. We may we may be a lot of things. But here's I'm what's going to sure, happen. I'm not here's sure what's going to happen is. today, Glenn, is I am going to make an announcement that is something that is happening at my farm that will keep us from being boring for at least an entire 18 months. <laughs> so we got 18 months. I love you when guys. things go wrong at your farm. It's perfect for the show. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, let's get to it. Daily Winnie time. Well, we have a bunch of birthdays today. Happy birthday to our editor, Neil, to Courtney, to Avery, and to my wife, Jennifer. It's her birthday on Sunday. You should have done her first, dang it. 
Well, what I are saved you thinking? her for last because best for last. Oh, see, there you go. Well, but her, it's her birthday on Sunday, so happy birthday to my wife, Mother's Jennifer. Day. And also, we have a very big congratulations to one of our auditors. Chelsea Sievers has followed us forever. I mean, she's been a listener forever. And I think most of the time she's been in school, we've been we've known her. So let me give you an idea of her education, and I'll, I'll tell you why I'm bringing this up then. She obviously went to high, you know, all the way through high school, so that's 12 years. She did four years for a BS in genetics. She did five years to get her PhD in cellular and molecular pathology. I have no idea what that is. And then four years in medical school. And now she is Dr. Chelsea Sievers, MD, PhD. Dang. She just graduated uh, yesterday from the University of Wisconsin School of Medicine and Public Health. That is I hope she's sleeping in. <laughs> 13 years of post-high school education. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say that she's been listening to us uh, in school the whole time. Uh, And also, yeah, girl, have a cocktail. And not only that, (laughs) the ropes they give you for her graduation look exactly like Harry Potter. (laughs) It was incredible. She looked great. And I know she's moving. I think she's moving to Tennessee. So uh, hopefully we're going to see her in our travels this summer. But uh, good job. And uh, we love you. She's been listening since the beginning of this show. So. It's pretty cool. Like I listen to a bunch of podcasts and I really feel like there's, you know, as a listener of one podcast religiously, I listen to, they don't know me. And I feel like we are lucky enough to get to, to know our listeners. If you guys haven't reached out to us, please do. I'd love to hear all about you and your ponies and all the things. Jen, or Jamie at horseradionetwork.com. And if you don't like it, it's Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. That's how. Yes. Yeah. Well, I got a, a double doozy. First of all, quick men- quick shout out to a listener of ours, Hannah Barker, who wrote something so nice about uh, us that I actually read it to my son just so he could he could hear it. And uh, it was really, really sweet. So thank you very much. And then, you ready? I'm ready. I, you've been teasing me about this big news now for hours. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know I, I texted Glenn this morning. I'm like, do you want yeah, me to I hate talk when about- you do that, by the way, because then you won't tell me what it is. No, I tell you nothing because yeah, you can't be fake- mad. So. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is going to irritate some people maybe, and it's going to make some people very happy and it's going to, I don't know. It is veterinary approved. Okay. okay. <laughs> what I'm about to tell you is my veterinarian has approved this and we are going to do it. And I would like for you to get out your Google right now. Okay, get on your computer, Glenn, and go to Google. Okay, I'm there. And type type in Devon Air H E I R Stallion. D Devon D E V E N D E V O N Devon. Okay. And then click on one of the the things. Devon Air Stallion. Yeah, just type in Devin Air, H-E-I-R, Stallion. Uh, got it. Okay. Describe to what you see in the picture, if you can. A uh, big black horse. With what? A white stripe and white legs. Yes. That, as of yesterday, officially became Pink's new baby daddy. Bring <laughs> <laughs> my mare again! <laughs> No, so the, it is veterinarian approved then, right? Yeah. It is veterinarian approved, uh, very, very much. Uh, so, so this is a uh, very stunning horse, by the way. Oh my god, he's so pretty! What, what, <laughs> what, what flavor is he? 
He's a Hanoverian. My mare is an Oldenburg. And so you're um, going to have a, a Holdenburg. I really want you to pull out after the last time, like when Stanley was born and I, think I come you said on. You were never doing this again. A thousand I times. adamantly said, <laughs> I'm never, ever doing this again. Ever, 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 ever. Never. This is the worst idea ever. It's so stressful. It's so exhausting. It's so expensive. I'm doing it again. It's funny how time I, heals those uh, thoughts. See, people say when you have a baby, you forget all about it and you have another one. I didn't forget that one. But yeah, I've forgotten apparently all <laughs> She of forgot when she had a baby, but apparently Pink is allowed to have another one. Pink can have another one. I have, I, I will, shop's closed. For me. <laughs> so I need a baby. Everybody's been posting pictures of their babies and I have baby <laughs> fever. And then I started looking, I was like, I'll just buy a baby. Well, I don't want to buy all a baby. Your baby's got nice... good homes too. So, uh. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I had two foals and one is treated like a queen by our listener, Kristen, who bought her because I wanted a boy. And then Stanley is uh, currently out my window right now eating a tree. Yes. So, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and he is the sweetest. And so my mare is so lovely and she's 21. And yes, but she's had babies her whole life. And like you continue, if you continue to have them, then it's good. She's had a break, unfortunately, but I, I, it's because I said I was never going to do it again. So if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it wasn't meant to be, but, um, we started teasing. She's had her first repro exam. Everything looks good. And, um, this potentially the, the baby daddy could be delivered, uh, next week, maybe if so. So, so I'm taking her to the clinic, a part of the baby daddy. It is the baby daddy, Glenn. <laughs> it's the only part Pink needs to know about. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So Where's the I've, baby daddy located? Uh, California. Oh, okay. I was yeah. thinking it was coming from Europe. No. Oh, okay. So you can, so just for those who, who don't know how, how I picked my last stallion is there is a Grand Prix dressage rider who is very accomplished and she is a friend of my best friend. And so she's the trainer of my best friend and she has been riding dressage longer than dressage has been a thing. Uh, and she's ridden everything and she knows all the breeding and she knows she's all like a thousand value. years old. This woman. Yes. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's, but she's amazing and super talented. And so I consulted with her last time I asked Donna, I was like, Hey, can you get me in touch with her so I can, you know, get her opinion. So I sent her a list of like 20 stallions for last, last time for pink and for uh, Stan Lee. And she came back with like a list of five and she was like, pick from these five. So I, because she knows my mare's breeding, she knows him and she knows the temperaments of the babies because she's written them all. She knows which ones have OCDs, which ones have behavior problems. Like she found the perfect, gave me like a list. I think she narrowed it down to three and I picked Ruben Jan. And Ruben Jan is an R line Oldenburg. He's all the things. And, uh, he was black and beautiful and amazing. And so I, I chose him out of all of those. Well, this time Ruben Jan sadly passed away last year. So I, I don't have the choice to choose him. So I started going down the rabbit hole of dressage breeding stallions. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's and John hunters and jumper. I've looked at everything now. So I contacted Judy again and I was like, okay, I'm doing this again. Ruben Jan passed away. Who should I breed to? Can you give me a list? And she sent one name back. <laughs> so I was like, okay, <laughs> sounds like that's the one. 
So it is well-researched and all the things. And yes, my mare is 21 years old, but she's just standing in a field and she looks bored and she loves having babies. And she's not, so she had a, uh, what ended her eventing career was a, a tendon and the ligament just damaged. So she, she sounded at the walk and trot and canter, but she's not sound to ride. So she's just like sitting out there and she's bored. And Zeus thinks he's like hers. Uh, she is his and <laughs> I mean, she needs a job. So we are going to, to, to bring it back to this unbelievably awesome stallion. So, well, congratulations. We're and having it, a baby. I'm happy. It's going to be good for the show for the next, uh, how long? 18 months. Well, I'll try not to bore you for 18 months. Talking well, it's 11 about months to the baby, right? And then, and then we have well, about six months. Well, I got to get her pregnant months. first. We have about six months that you actually talk about the baby. So that's about of right. Of shenanigans. Yeah. Six months of shenanigans. <laughs> which, right. if you remember, last year, uh, or last time when Stan Lee was born, he was a monster. And we had Monty Roberts come on the show to talk to me about how to deal with my monster baby. Yes. And what he told me worked amazingly perfect. And... He's the greatest two-year-old of all time. So he, like, I, I clipped him yesterday. He's two. He's never seen clippers. I was like, oh, that's just right. And he just does it. He's just super trusting, just the greatest baby. So to get another one out of her, this mare is so lovely. So, um, I'm excited. Yeah. There you go. Well, good, good job. I, you know, you're welcome. I, when you were teasing me, I was thinking you were moving again or something. So it was, I was a little more concerned than that. So I, I feel better now. I'm moving next door, Glenn. Gonna <laughs> be your neighbor. He was her first love, the one that started it all. He taught her how to master the posting trot and navigate her first hunter course. They spent hours together exploring the trails and hanging out in the barn. His name was doodled on every page in her school notebook. His coat gleamed in the sun as he met her at the gate each day, snuffling for a treat. From the first time she saw him poking his head out of the stall, to the last time she patted him goodbye. He was, and always will be, her everything. This love story is brought to you by Nalox Advanced, providing complete support for a healthy digestive tract, which reduces the risk of colic and digestive upset. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. And you can also follow them on Facebook, and we ask that you do. Just search for Kentucky Performance Products on Facebook, and you will find them there. All right, let's get our old friend Victoria Spicer on here, all the way from England. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have my friend Victoria Spicer on the show. Hi, Victoria. Hello, hello. It's been a while. I've missed you guys. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we miss you too. First of all, you're in England. Tell everybody where you are, what time it is, and what the weather's like. (laughs) I'm in Epsom, so it's quite near London, and it's quite sunny today, but we're having the worst May. It's just constantly raining normally. Hence, I have a, a lovely cold, as you can probably hear from my voice. I'm a bit croaky. Um, so, uh, yes, <laughs> that is it. The weather is good. I'm less so. <laughs> uh, how are the babies? 
They are good. So at, at any moment, they could come bursting into this room and interrupt with <laughs> helpful things like, who are you talking to, mummy? Which I really like doing at any opportunity. Um, so Rory is nearly four and he's a handful. And um, Alex has just had his first birthday. So, um, yeah, he's fabulous. A very happy, smiley little boy. Oh, he's adorable. I saw the pictures <laughs> from his birthday party. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, cool. Now, I also see that you still, you've had Rosie, your mare, for quite some time, and uh, she was competing this past weekend, right? It was my first show for two years, so it was a bit of a shock to the system, and I literally had to dig everything back out of cupboards where I'd put them when I'd gone off to have my baby, and I had to check everything still fitted me, and <laughs> all, all these random bits of clothing, and all the things that I just didn't, wouldn't even expect to uh, look at, I had to uh, be trying them on just in case we didn't have any disasters, but it was really nice actually, because um, she went off to an event rider while I was pregnant, and um she's just a young rider um but she's really talented and so she's just produced her really nicely for me and she's never been the easiest mare um she's an off the track thoroughbred and um she's always been a a big gangly mare and so they've had a really good couple of seasons eventing they're always in the top 10 which I never managed anything like that um so that was really cool um, and they were sort of hoping to get up the levels a little bit if we hadn't had that, that pesky pandemic getting in the way. Um, so, yeah, she came back. So I've just done my first dressage with her for a while and she was very good. Um, in the middle of my dressage test, I heard something that nobody wants to hear, which is the call of loose horse. And oh, no. a, a horse started <laughs> galloping around the car park next to me. So we definitely had moments of tension in the test that <laughs> I had hoped to avoid. But um, overall, really happy with her. And I got over 60%. So I was happy with that. That was my goal. <laughs> um, hey. So, yeah, so nice to be out again. And um, have a day with my pony instead of uh, left my small boys with daddy and the babysitter. And <laughs> got to go off to a show, which was great. Now we we've talked about your husband and his. Does he still have the same job? He does. He does. He still watches sport for a living. <laughs> he basically, her husband watches all sports because in England it's illegal. He is a, um, I guess a, I don't know what you call it over there. He's a bookie. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he worked for a big bookmaker for for years, and then he left, so he mostly worked for himself now. So, betting on lots of various sports, and uh, and also um, working with like a a big betting um, syndicate and stuff. So he's really really involved, and it means that he always has to watch every single sporting fixture, and can never <laughs> come to horror shows or come to children's birthday parties and all these things. He he has a very good excuse. <laughs> that baby got to work. Sorry. You gotta yeah. Watch. And you. <laughs> Always the way. That's amazing. Well, what is happening at Hickstead? Because not only are you a wife and a mother and a competitor, you're also, you know, like gainfully employed. <laughs> I try to be. Yeah. So, um, Obviously, last season was a bit of a funny one and both our international shows got cancelled for the first time in, uh, well, forever. I don't think we've ever missed the Derby meeting um, and certainly not the Royal International since it's been held at Hickstead for 30 odd years. So um, it was a bit of a shock to the system. And then obviously we kept saying roll on this year. It's going to be much better. Um, but we've actually we've, we're lucky because we're going ahead with um, we've got a dressage show coming up this month and then we've got our two 
um, big show jumping events and then uh, a new September tour, um, which will be two weeks of show jumping at Hickshead, which is a new thing for us. But instead of our big internationals and our famous Hickshead Derby and the um, Long Jeans King George um, and all these really well-known classes, we're, we're running as a, um, a national show in June and a reduced two-star for July. So it's not quite the Hickshead that we know and love, but... I'm just grateful that we've got a show and we can do something. Uh, absolutely. Now, as an American, when I think of Hickstead, aside from the great, fantastic show jumping stallion Hickstead, uh, I think of the bank. Which class is the Hickstead bank in? That's in the Derby and it's pretty. Yeah, it's it's uh, very famous. Yes, and it is, if you guys haven't seen this, look up Hickstead Derby Bank and you'll see some of the, I mean, this is the most incredibly difficult show jumping round, I think, that there is in the world. And um, and, and horses navigate it because they're just amazing. But is that going to happen this year, the Derby? Sadly not. So um, as the director said, like the Derby is is about having the full crowd there and everybody cheering on the horses and it just wouldn't be the same behind closed doors. So um, sadly, they're missing it for another year. But it does mean that it's still going to be the 60th anniversary of the Derby. When it does happen, it's going to be the 60th <laughs> Derby. It's just it's not quite happened the year we expected it to. So yeah. another year to wait. Oh, that's sad. And and then did I see that Burley was just cancelled? Yeah, that news broke today. So I think everybody's really gutted because obviously you think September is ages away and surely things will be going by then. But no, sadly it's fallen fallen to the same thing that Badminton had. It's just it's too difficult with these big international events to take a punt that it will be fine to run and that you can, you know, book all the trade stands and the and the grandstands and the um, security and everything that you need, all the infrastructure you need to run these big events. You need to be sure that, you know, tickets can be sold and the public can be there and it's not going to get cancelled. Now, you guys, sorry, Glenn, uh, you guys live right next to the racetrack. There are races being held? So we've had one meeting um, behind closed doors again. And then I think the Derby's going to run with a limited crowd. So... I don't know if I'll be able to be there. I'll be able to see the racing from my top bedroom, but not be able to be on the race course. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my gosh. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. But we've been watching a lot of BBC lately, and people think, you know, these big houses, you know, that have these big events that they're loaded. But, boy, some of these big houses, like Badminton and Burley and some of these, these people are just doing everything they can to keep those places running and repaired. You know, they're they're not loaded in a lot of cases. Uh, Absolutely. And I think that, you know, you end up fixing one thing and then there's a million other things to fix. So these huge estates, um, yeah, they do take a lot of maintenance. And we're quite lucky at Hickstead, obviously, it's, it's family-owned, um, and they do have a, a, a lovely house. It's not quite in the same <laughs> in the same bracket as Badminton and Burley's houses, as nice as it is. But, um, you know, all year round, they have to be, they're doing arena hire and, and events and weddings and everything, because you can't rely on just the shows to bring in enough money to make the show grind profitable to keep putting on shows. So um, it, it is definitely run as a labor of love. And I think people forget this, that, you know, as much as we all love equestrian sport, you don't want to be running these events with a massive loss um, because that's just not going to help secure the future of any any events. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you sent me an email. You also apparently you also uh, do your own freelance stuff, right? Um, I do. I do. Um, yeah. So I was quite happy to just do Hickshead, and then I got an offer from an old colleague um, from Hickshead who has set up her own marketing company, and so I've been doing a bit with them, which is great. Well, and I've been seeing this in the news, actually. I've been seeing a bunch of articles about it. It's something uh, that Stride Management's doing, and it's an app, right, uh, called it, – it's for calculating forage? Yeah, it's – sorry, my voice is definitely good. That's all right. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of their clients called TrickleNet, and they've created a um, forage calculator, so you can put in – the data and it tells you how much forage your horse will be um, using. It's actually really interesting because I think a lot of people just, you know, rely on guesswork or or sort of rough statistics. So it's been very useful to lots of people that they can get some more, um, you know, can, <laughs> firm uh, idea of how much forage they should be giving their horses. And it's it's at TrickleNet. Did you just search for TrickleNet on any of the uh, app? Is it Android and uh, and Apple? I think if you. Click via the trick uh, the trickle net website, and I think there's a link to um, the story on the on the homepage. So uh, yeah, you should be able to find it from there. I think it's an app, and you can do it online as well. Okay, I will definitely put a link to that in our show notes. Uh, Let's let Victoria go. She sounds like she needs. Uh, she a is nap sounding like she's fading on us. Come in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely a bit croaky. Apologies. <laughs> I've been to talk to you guys for so long, and uh, and yeah, it's whether my voice can hold out. <laughs> well, we're glad you tried. <laughs> we're glad. Oh, thank you. It's been lovely to chat to you guys. All right. Love Bye, you tons, girl. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> lovely. Speak to you soon. Bye. She was fading on us. <laughs> yes. I don't blame her now. I have, I'm like, I have a headache now. I'm starting to <laughs> Gotta go. I'm croaky. You know, talk about nice compliments. I got a private message on Facebook from Allison who says, I have to thank you for working with such great companies. Never would I have considered a Wintech saddle without hearing about it on the show. But I love, in capital letters, the one I just bought. It's a godsend. Also waiting on my shoulder relief and stability stirrup leathers to arrive uh, from Total Saddle Fit. So, you know, Wintech saddles, you know, we... We believe in the products we recommend, or we wouldn't recommend them. And one of the things that we can truly talk about is Wintech saddles, because you and us, Jennifer, and even I've ridden in Wintech saddles. Uh, have been, we've been using them for 10, 15 years since they came out in the United States. Uh, it's been a long time. You're probably still in the that, original I one. Rode, I rode in Wintech when I was a kid, like nine. Oh, yeah. They, they did have a line, and then they came out with the all-new ones with the changeable gullets and everything. And you probably still have one of the original ones. Uh, mine is about 150 years old, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer has upgraded since then, but, you know, they've made some technological changes, but the basics are still there. You can still change the gullets. You you, uh, you can get the, you so you can make it different widths for your horse's back. You can help it to fit. There's just so many d- things about these saddles, and they have a bunch of different varieties of saddles. They just came out with some that are for more high-withered thoroughbreds. Um, that's their 2000 series. They've also come out with uh, some for wider quarter horses. Uh, they have a wider dressage saddle now. So, I mean, they have a whole line of these saddles and they're affordable, number one. You can actually afford to buy them. You don't have to worry about them molding, especially if you live in an area like ours where if you leave leather outside overnight, it's molded. Uh, and you just hose it off. You wipe it down. That's it. And it's, it's so easy to clean. So every, I mean, 
I bet you that every school in America that teaches riding has a Wintech saddle of some sort or another, uh, because they're, they're, the kids can't destroy them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's perfect for that. So yeah, go get your Wintech saddle today, just like Allison did, and you'll like it as well. Wintechsaddles.us. So it's a, it's kind of a, kind of a interesting day around here at the Ocala studio. Um, today is the day, and I know we've talked about it before, I don't want to bore listeners with it, but today is the day that Pickles goes to her new home. Uh, for new listeners, we, we got this greyhound when I was sick last year, and she's, she's, she's a great dog, except that she has terrible separation anxiety. Um, she never really did live on her own. She came from the herd of, the, of greyhounds. She never raced. She went to a foster home at the farm. She was with her, her fellow greyhounds, probably 50 of them. And then she went to the foster home for like a week before we got her, and she was with other greyhounds at the foster home, and then she came to us, and there was no other dogs. So she definitely attached to us, and she just is a basket case when we leave her alone, to the point where uh, we decided that she needed to find a home that, you know, as much as we love her, she needed to find a home that she could be alone and not have this kind of stress. This was not a decision that Glenn came by lightly. No. Either, just so you know, like this was uh this was months and months of, uh, I mean, she's going to hurt herself. Like that's how, that's how oh, she has is. tried to hurt herself when we've been alone. She's literally torn things apart like her crate her metal crate. So yeah, this was going to be dangerous um, to the, you know, blood and things. <laughs> so, yeah. and you know, I talked to you about it too a while back and said, what should we do? Cause you've been through things like this with horses yeah. and dogs and you know, every other animal uh, chickens. I know you've been through it with chickens. Um, what were those hens that make all the noise? I know you were, went through it with them too. Those are Guinea hens. Yeah. And those suckers had to go. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even have any remorse for but, that one. But there's no love there. <laughs> no. Like this is a dog that yeah. you bring into your house. I and mean, she's just laying so right over here at my feet right now. Right. So, yeah. so we, we found her a home. She's going to a lady in Georgia, uh, up in Augusta and she's going to meet Jennifer halfway to, tonight and drive up. And she has five greyhounds. Four of them are seniors, like real seniors, like aren't going to be here much longer. And one, one of them's a, like a youngster, like a two or three year old. And sh the two or three year old keeps wanting to play with the older ones and they want to have no part of that. So mm -hmm. she wanted a younger one. And this lady knows she's been involved in greyhound racing. She adopts all these horses when they need a home. She has run, she has runs for them in the backyard. I mean, she's set up for this and uh, she's so excited to, to get pickles and pickles will be excited to have somebody to play with. She will never with five greyhounds. She will never be alone again. <laughs> so that won't be a problem, but she's heading off to do that today. And as traumatic as that is for me, a lot more, more than me than Jennifer, by the way, I think. Because um, Jennifer kind of was resolved that this needs to happen, and I'm going, do we have to? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're the big softie <laughs> yeah. in the group. She's realistic. Exactly. But then yesterday, I get in the mail. I get in the mail from one of our longtime listeners. I think I first talked to her in 2009. That's how long. And she, and I don't know the reason. I wanted to get her on the show today, but she never got back to me. I uh, I never got it arranged, and I'll try and get her on the show in the future. But her name is Anastasia Burke, and she is mostly blind. And I don't remember why. And that's not a secret. I mean, she, everybody knows it. I don't remember why. I don't remember the disease or what it was. I want to talk to her a little about that when we get her on. But she paints because she can see a little bit. Um, but she paints. So think, think of yourself as like, uh, you know, 90, 90 to 95% blind and you're still a painter. 
And she heard when when our last Greyhound passed away, she was listening to the show, and she reached out and said, can you send me some big pictures of, of your Greyhound? So I did, and I forgot all about it. it. You know, that was, what, last year, before COVID, I think. So um, in the mail yesterday comes this painting from her of our Greyhound. And I don't know if you saw it. If you didn't, go to horse, go to Horses in the Morning's Facebook page, and I posted a picture of it there. Uh, she did this amazing painting of glory. It's going to hang right on our wall where we have all of the other pictures of, of uh, animals that are no longer with us in the kitchen. Uh, so it's going to hang right there in a prominent spot. But she did an amazing job. Did you see the picture? Yes, it's stunning. <laughs> it looks like you reach out and pet her. I know. And she her personality, because Glory was the sweetest dog, her personality came through in this picture. It's just so cool the what she did. And I just want to thank her for that. And it just made the day all that more emotional. <laughs> so, uh, Anastasia, we are touched. This is, this is brilliant. It's very, as, as Victorious would say, this is brilliant, uh, and very well done. And I just can't tell you how cool it is to have listeners like we do. <clears throat> we have some amazing listeners. Amen. We really do. So thank you, Anastasia, for that. We really, really appreciate it. Good job. Well, coming up next, we have another longtime listener of ours and one of our tremendous auditors. Her name is Lindsay. And Lindsay was the one that was responsible for coming up with the brilliant idea of putting the auditor box of crap together as the prize for this month. Hi, Lindsay. Hey, how's it going? Good. So what gave you this crazy idea to put your own box of crap? I mean, I I was running out of crap because I haven't been to a trade show lately, so I was running out of boxes of crap to give out. But before we get into this, let's explain what a box of crap is. Glenn's definition of a box of crap and my definition of a box of crap (laughs) were very different considering my kitty litter box was in the closet. Uh, Now, Glenn keeps all of his swag that he gets from different trade shows and different places in his closet. So he just gathers up all of the random bits of swag that he has received and then ships that out. So Lindsay decided I'm going to do a box of my own crap. Now, what type of crap do you have? So this is not Jamie crap. This is, um, I had a couple other auditors who went in on this with me and unfortunately I am drawing a blank on their names right now. So they're going to have to forgive me for that. But it is They're a all terrific, though. There's are wonderful people that help I, you out. I, 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 I can't say you, enough hope, good things about them. I hope you win, is what I hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been hoarding my ads so that I'm not entered this time around. Oh, I don't want smart. this stuff back. <laughs> but it is a combination of stuff that they've acquired different places. There are actually some former very nice um, prizes from people who have won in the past and for one reason or another cannot use the item that they won, that they are donating back into this box. Um, So it is not crap crap. It is not just little trinkets. There's some really nice stuff in here. Um, I also make paracord tack. And so I've put some of that in there. And I know Jamie, you've got a set of those reins that I've made. Um, Let me stop you. You've made my, you've made me paracord reins. 10 years ago and I use them every day still. And there's, they're still absolutely perfect. The apocalypse will happen. And those reins, <laughs> Satan is going to rise up on a horse and gallop across the plains with those reins because that is how long they're lasting. 
Awesome. Good to hear. So um, I've got a set of reins and I've got a halter in there. Um, but I'm not well, giving away any other. Forget the other stuff. Um, if somebody wins that, that's a great prize. I'm not giving away any other hints other than it's absolutely awesome. And I have had to go and raid the maintenance shop at my office to find a big enough box to put it all in. <laughs> okay, so. so this is the deal for somebody who wins it. I'm going to have you pick the winner here shortly. For somebody that wins it from this month's entries, really bad ads, they have to do, what's that called? When the he, unboxing. An unboxing. The unboxing they video. They have to do a video unboxing and at least post it in the auditor room. So whoever wins, that's your order. Video unboxing, okay? There are uh, now, stipulations I, that come with this prize. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you have to work for it. And before anyone asks, I'm not doing another one of these anytime soon. <laughs> um, I got some other stuff going on, and I do not have the time to do this again. But sometime maybe point. next year, we'll do it again. You know what? I would like to. I have a trophy that I won in a show jumping uh, competition, and it's four inches tall. So that would probably fit in the box. <laughs> Who gets a four inch size trophy? I mean, come on. Your kid will get a bigger I, trophy in Little League. I know. My my husband has one. He went go karting with a bunch of coworkers, and it is the uh, derriere of draft horse, and says dead a last. Oh, see, that's a brilliant trophy. That's perfect. All right. Let me pull up the spreadsheet. um, I'm going to have you pick a number. And it's so funny because I said to Jennifer, I said, take Lindsay's name out of this because she's not going to want to win this back. And she said, I don't see her in here. So so apparently you weren't. All right. So, all right. I got the spreadsheet up. Please be a donor. You're going to be a pick a number between 1 and 213. Okay, well, I'm going to be nice to you. I already told you ahead of time which number I'm picking, and that is my firehouse station, which is 25. By the way, thank you for being a fireman. Uh... Firewoman, Glenn. Did you still? Okay, settle Is it fireman or firewoman, or is it just, what do you say? It's just firemen. We're all firemen. Okay. You, You can't get your uh, underwear in a twist over it. I'm the only female active on the department of like 16 other guys. So I don't want to question how you identify. Okay. (laughs) So we just want to put it out there and let you choose. (laughs) I did. I'm, I'm stalling intentionally to, to raise the suspense here. All right. The winner number 25 is Mary Schmidt. So, Mary, congratulations. You have to do a video for us of the unboxing of, of Lindsay's Auditor Box of Crap. Lindsay, thank you for doing this. You're, that's please, so much fun. Please, please tell me Mary Schmidt donated to the box. Can yeah, you remember? She? Um, I honestly cannot remember who did. Um, <laughs> Mary's going to get her Mary. stuff back. <laughs> I am totally drawing a blank, and I actually meant to write their names down this morning so I could give them shout-outs, and I totally forgot to. So I am sorry, ladies. You were awesome. You gave me awesome stuff, and it's now going to Mary. <laughs> <laughs> what Lindsay Mary, doesn't know is it's going to cost her like $65 to ship that box uh, because for some reason my winners always listen to live in the opposite side of the country where it costs the most yeah. so well, at least i live in indiana so i'm kind of in the oh, midpoint you're, you're good yeah you're good you're fine yeah. <laughs> all right Lindsay. thanks a bunch thank you have a good one all right bye bye Lindsay. bye where well, i forget where mary lives wyoming. she's an auditor but is it wyoming 
She's Wyoming. Yeah, well, it won't be that far then. All right, Mary, you know you're, we want to see that video. Well, we have some brand new prizes for this By month. Wait, just can I stop because yeah. I don't stalk people, okay? <laughs> Mary came to the clinic that I held here. It's not like I know where all we, of you live. We know where a lot of them live, though. We really do. <laughs> pay it, I'll I say, know pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when we have a little fun with ads that are submitted by listeners, usually about horses or farm stuff or trailers or things like that. And they're usually from Facebook or Craigslist. And every month, well, most months, Horse Lovers provides a prize. That's horselovers.com. And they came through this month. We probably have about four to $500 worth of prizes here. And these are going to run through the entire month. So if anybody that submits an ad for this month, you, uh, you will be entered, just like we picked a winner now. And if you submit your own ad where you read it into a voicemail and send it to us or a sound file, then you get double the entries. And Jamie's going to tell us what the first prize for this month is. Well, Glenn, the first prize for this month, I found it, uh, the Rambo Natura Shumsa. The Rambo Natura Summer Sheet offers superior protection from coat-fading UV rays and insects. It's made with an outer fabric to provide excellent breathability and coverage from the sun. The cup makes it particularly suitable for broader horses as it offers the ultimate in shoulder freedom and movement due to the patented split technology. And um, $190 is good what... Lord. <laughs> so there you go. You want that sheet. I don't even own anything that's that much. <laughs> Also, they're giving away $150 gift certificate for any of the Gatsby nylon products they have at horselovers.com. Uh, so a couple pages do you have to choose from? Halters, grooming totes, trailer ties, and so much more. So you can pick whatever you want, $150 gift certificate from all Dang. the Gatsby nylon products. So that's a pretty good prize, too, because it gives you some choice. And the good news is you can spend more than $150 because it's like it's free. That's okay? right. It's like it's free. That's exactly Anything right. you spend over that, it's practically free because you already got $150 for the stuff. So you can spend $300 and actually be spending nothing. And you're going to tell us what the last one is. That's right. It's the Hug Fly Sheet and Fly Mask. The Abrezzo Hug Fly Sheet, a lightweight fly sheet with a hug closure system, bias surcingles, removable leg straps, and a tail flap. This design allows them to eat and graze without blanket binding and minimizes shoulder rubs or wither pressure that is often caused by traditional style blankets. This thing hasn't even come out yet. It's so new, they don't even have a price. Yeah, and I think it's going to be around $100, which, which puts this month at about $500 in prizes. So it pays pays to look around Facebook and Craigslist for some bad. Just don't ads. do it. Don't do what I do, which is actually end up buying the horses on Craigslist when you start <laughs> yeah. looking for yeah. ads. I mean, maybe you should. I actually, you know what? Do it. 
So uh, we don't get to all the ads every week. And Michelle, Rebecca, Rochelle, Anna, and Dana sent in ads. We appreciate it, but we just don't have time to do them all. Now, it looks like Lorena. But you're in. You're, you're in. in. You're in. The, that's right. Whether we use your ad or not, you're in. So it looks like Lorene actually gets the first one today. And, of course, she read it herself. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, it's Lorene. Barden. Hi, Lorene. I'm going to read a really bad ad. Yeah, you and are. And this ad is... Um, for a mini, it looks like a mini, um, in Cave Creek, Arizona. And even though it's a mini, the uh, title reads in all caps, horse for sale, amazing, $1,800. And the rest of the ad is in all caps and no punctuation. This is a amazing little horse, super common, loves kids. We bought him one year ago and thought my kids would like to ride him and they would rather pally, P-A-L-Y, with the chickens. So I am trying to find a good house he can go to to get more action, A-T-T-I-O-N. And that's the whole ad. So I hope this horse, which is really a little mini, finds a good house. And that's the whole ad. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks, for $1,800, I don't. I didn't understand like a lot of the words that were used in that ad. So, Lorraine, good job. Good it's, ad. It's like when you get, you know, you get toys for the kids and they play with the box. Well, here they get, they got bought a mini and they play with the chickens. So, yeah, yeah. Here, I got you a pony. Cool. Yeah. Can <laughs> but I have the that? Chickens rope? are so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> pony sucks. The chickens are fun. Hannah sent this one in, and this is from the West Virginia Horse Network, and uh, I do believe it's Facebook ad, and it's officially for sale. And there's like little star emojis on both sides. Oh, good. Well, there's no wait. There, there is, is punctuation. some punctuation. It's just weird. <laughs> she is 15 hand black and white paint. We don't have papers on her. UTD on Calkins don't have shot records. They we are probably misplaced, but she's a beauty and a dream to have around your house. Space, space, period, period, space, space. She is broke, may need a tune up, but she has no biases, no butt kick bite rear. She can get a little barn sour times, which can be fixed easily. Space, space, comma, but we've space. chosen not to. We're not going to do it. <laughs> we have no part of that. You can be fixed easily. Why didn't you fix it? <laughs> She's six seven years old, half gated, but not fully. If you're looking for a big, nice, beautiful horse to take to little shows or just to trail ride, this is your girl. Text me for more info and pictures. Asking two thousand dollars, we'll negotiate a little to a good home. <laughs> What's a half gated? Oh, for the, who would breed a gated horse to a non-gated horse? Is that, oh, doesn't that's that just what make mean. it confused? I just pictured a very awkward gate. You know, I pictured the gate being kind of one side works and the other side doesn't. It's like know? I see horses. I've seen horses later uh, as they're older that are like Tennessee walking horse quarter horses, and they're just confused. Yeah, <laughs> they don't know what to do with. It's their like legs. half and half. <laughs> and if you have one of those. Lucky you. If you read them, we have to talk. By the way, your West Virginia accent sounds like a like, lot like the Georgia one. I'm just saying. It sounds a lot like Oklahoma, too, Glenn. It's all Southern. <laughs> Jodine sent this one I haven't spent enough time in West Virginia to really get it. I love the name Jodine. That's a good name. Jodine. 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 I have a really bad ad. I think that was Jolene. I don't think that's I, <laughs> <laughs> How many so, times has she heard that? Sorry, Jodine, that was rude of me. Go right, ahead, let's start, back, over. start it up. 
This is Jodine Sandin. I have a really bad ad. Gono Loco. Translated back, extreme crazy. It's a henny, unknown age, looks cuddly and friendly, very not. Incredibly protective of its own self. Can run backwards with both feet in the air as fast as it can run forward. And it's pretty darn quick. Stretch first before attempting to pet it. Actually, don't try to pet it. Just leave it be. Not for kids or slow-moving adults. And it's a picture of a very scary-looking pony. It's supposed to be a mule. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> I like that stretch before you try to pet it. <laughs> On second thought, don't. I know. Just don't. At least that was an honest ad. That was a very honest ad. Uh, Marie sent this one in. Um, I'm. And let me just let me just come out and say initially that I am very disturbed by <laughs> she this. Knew you would be. That's why she sent it. Um, let me read the ad, and then well, I should tell you because you're going to think it's something. You're going to think it's a euphemism for something, and it's not. A it's real literally what it says. <laughs> a real camel toe made into a cup. I used to put pens and pencils in it. Has a little ink at the bottom, and it. <laughs> It's a real camel toe made into a cup. It's exactly it's, what it's, it says. It's like basically, it's it's horrifying taxidermy. It, it's it's basically a foot of a camel. Could be a cow. I don't know if it's camel. No, it looks uh, like camelish cam- actually. And yeah. it is cut off like under the fetlock, so it's like pastern and cloven <laughs> hoof. <laughs> and it's a cup. You could drink out of it if you really wanted to, Blah. except for the ink in the bottom. Um, and it's a hundred twenty-five dollars they want for this, by the way. What? <laughs> Do you think I they it was sold it? Dollar twenty five. Marie, please call the people and see if they've sold their camel toe cup. I want to know. Please call them. Okay, Marie, you sent that <laughs> in. You have work to do. Can you call and inquire about the camel? She toe will. Cup, I know, please? Marie. She'll call them. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Casey sent the next one, and uh, she says this isn't too far from me. If anybody wants me to go check it out for them, that's a trailer of the week. What the hell kind of photographs are these? First of all, it, it, the first picture is like a, a truck that's attached to a two-horse Wells Fargo trailer. I mean, this thing is like, it's a steel square. Yeah, It is a, it's a like rectangle. an armored It's more vehicle. like a rectangle because it looks very narrow in the picture. <laughs> Like but a, then the next photos they posted, the camera angles like stretch. So it looks like it's like a one horse, maybe of one. I don't know. Maybe it is one horse. I don't know. Single horse trailer. There well, you go. You know what? It, it is so narrow. You would need to have no, no quarter horse. You need to have a thoroughbred for this one because it's not going to fit. Oh my God. You load up a goat. That's what's going to fit in this thing. It is the first one that we've ever seen though, that is attached to a truck. So that's something. I drove by down 72nd, just south of Highway 9 here. There's a farm with all sorts of exciting implements out front. And um, they have a single horse trailer and it's white. And I remember I I drove by like three days ago and I was like, why in the hell would a horse get in that thing? (laughs) I I couldn't even, I was afraid of it. You know, your area, you must see some class. You must see some really bad ad trailers in your area. Um, I don't, they're not ads, Glenn. People use them. <laughs> yeah. Faye sent this one in. This is Florida Equine and Livestock Facebook. Oh, God. This is Diesel, six-year-old quarter horse used in a Cossack circus. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. Super strong. Just would do better doing something else. 
<laughs> guess he didn't like the circus, the squirt horse. What's a Cossack circus? Is that where I the one... Haven't seen Heartland because they covered the Cossacks. No, I didn't. There's I didn't a Cossack episode on Heartland. Are there Cossack service circuses here? Um, I apparently this one's in Florida. So why don't you Google that? Florida Cossack circus. Cossack well, circus. it's kind of like vaulting. It's it's vaulting, but with a bunch of scary dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a pic- very blurry picture of a horse going very fast with a scary dude hanging off the side. So there yeah, we go. Upside down. Yeah. Uh, I would just like to say that now in this episode, I've offended the Cossacks. I've offended <laughs> yes, people with single have. horse trailers. I've offended people <laughs> that have um, really affinities for camel toe cups. Uh, there's a <laughs> yeah, long you're doing line of well people today. I've offended. Uh, we I just, just got a bunch of positive reviews, and now look, you went and ruined. I it. know it's I'm I'm screwed now. I'm yeah. Screwed. Well, Aaron sent the next one, and this is Western. Ma- oh, I also offended all of our West Virginia listeners with the terrible. <laughs> yes, West you did. It wasn't thick. En- it wasn't nearly thick enough, by the way. No, no. it was We've, too proper. I've spent some time in West Virginia. That was not thick enough. No, uh, Western Mass Livestock and Farm Classifieds. Aaron sent this one, and my God, there's a Facebook page for everything. Uh, and this is um. In Belchertown, Massachusetts, ISO. ISO, somebody with a dart gun. <laughs> I have a horse I need to sed- need. I have a horse I need sedated to get near. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy, help that horse! Why are there fifteen comments underneath it? <laughs> well, it's probably people saying the same thing you just said. <laughs> The you know what you need to do? You just need to get out there and rope it. Just I, rope it. I, you, I wish that she had actually sent the comments. They're probably better than the ad on this one. <laughs> True. By the way, you're allowed to do that. If you see these ads and the comments are better, send us both. Please send us yeah, both. Yeah, we want all of it. Yeah. All of it. Karen sent this one, and I think Karen's new. I haven't seen her name before. Uh, beautiful horse, $20,000 in Shepherd. Four, that's way over our price for really bad ads. Four year, d- Craigslist ads should not be $20,000. A four-year-old gelding papered will be five in May papered. Has been headed off, ran barrels and poles, and my daughter did goats on him. What? He is amazing. You can ride him bareback with a halter, and he has a great friendly personality. Only selling to get a specific other horse, so if I don't sail him in time, I will take... As down, I have lots of videos. Wow, that's a terrible ad. Did, did you get that? Do you understand all of that? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's a gelded papered five-year-old papered in May. Okay. I need, what's like a famous quarter horse? Famous. Oh, they didn't give us a name of this one. It's probably Billy Bob uh, something. I'm, I'm going to tell you a story, a, 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 a conversation Let's see. Let's go top barrel racing sires in 20. I, I, I don't remember the name of the horse that the person came in, but I was at the clinic when I had pink in there and she's getting checked. And then this lady brings in a horse and a foal and the foal is running around just all over the place inside the clinic. Cause it's like not handled ever. And they just need the mare to do something fine, whatever. And I said, Oh my God, it's so cute. What kind is it? And she's like, slick by design. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know that one. <laughs> what is a slick by design? She's like the late and star in 2009. I was like, for what? <laughs> like, like I'm making up slick by design. Cause I can't remember what she actually said, but it was like, 
horrifying to this woman that I did not know that slick by design is a barrel racing quarter horse. One of the leading earners. And again, it's not slick by design. I just Googled the name of a famous barrel stallion. Anyway. Yeah. Um, like it's dash to fame. I'm like, that's not a breed. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm not from Oklahoma and I don't know. Who dash For to some fame people is. in Oklahoma, there's one breed, Jamie, there's only one breed. It was pretty amazing. I'm continuing to, <laughs> Uh, offend all of our barrel now racing you've just and quarter, quarter horse horses. owners. You just offended them too. But like seriously, too. I said, "What kind is it?" I said, well, "Oh, I said what?" I said, "What kind is it?" And she was like, "Dash to fame." Like, <laughs> I've never heard. And Chad was right with me, and he's like, "What?" I was like, "I've never heard of that." I was like, "Oh, wait." So this is a quarter horse. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh. And the, the, my veterinarian who knows me is standing behind her. Cracking up. Cackling. <laughs> like, cracking up. Because, like, how dare you not know who Dash to Fame Frenchman's guy? like my design is. Like, whatever. Oh, Lila Lord. sent the next one in so we continue to make mad the cowboys and the rearing horses. Um, oh this one is God. Attention Cowboys Rearing Horse for Sale. Rearing Horse. Not a project we want to deal with. If you are fearless and need a project, this is the one for you. He's a $1,000 firm, and we are taking a loss. Our fault, we got lied to. Video available, call of Sirius. We will not be liable for this horse once he leaves the property. And uh, my guess is you're not allowed to ride him on his property either. (laughs) So that'd be my guess. So here we go. Attention, Cowboys, we've got a rearing horse. Now, There's so much that irritates me about that ad. I know. I know. Uh, probably because they've never looked for the cause of the rearing. Uh, That's one. Number two, like, it's our fault we got lied to. How did you get lied to? Did you not go try the horse out and it reared? Or maybe it didn't rear until you, and maybe it's a you problem. Or maybe they Sorry. did drug it, and it wasn't rearing till about three weeks later. <laughs> There's so. all sorts of things wrong with this ad, just so you know. Um, now, our last one was sent, actually, by our winner. Oh, yeah. Mary's. Our oh, winner, yeah. Mary Schmidt. See, that's the benefit, you guys. If you record your own ad into your phone, there's a little voice recorder, then you can just email it on over to Jennifer at Horse radio network.com and you get double the entries okay oh, there's a lot of two- expectation jennifer wrote mary ups the really bad ads game with this one so Ooh, i don't know they're pretty we've had some pretty good ones <laughs> let's see who mary can piss off today hi everyone it's mary in wyoming i have developed a new hobby and it is going on dream horse and seeing a bad ad and then wondering how the poster thinks that someone is dreaming of this horse. (laughs) And then I think of the person dreaming of the horse, and it becomes hilarious. So I challenge everybody to do this, and I'll go first. It snows a lot up there. I just want to explain that Mary lives in an area where she has not a lot to do in the winter. It snows until like the middle of July and then starts again in the middle of August. (laughs) Keep sending us content, Mary. Here it is. I'm dreaming of a gender fluid horse that is lame, but my budget is $8,000 and I want this horse to be accomplished at nothing, even though its sire and grandsire and dam were accomplished at some things. And I probably want it just to be a broodmare because it's not really accomplished at anything and it's lame. Um, And then I'm going to just hedge my bets that I might get something out of it eventually that might do something for me. And, oh, the best thing is 
I really want it to be a buckskin. I want it to be a buckskin. <laughs> it can be so dark that it looks like a bay and you may think it's a bay, but I want it to be a buckskin. So here goes. I'm going to look on Dream Horse. I'm going to put in my criteria. <laughs> Let's see. Gender, fluid, um, skills, none. Um, there's no place I can put in lame. Uh, okay. Here's what comes up. Oh, oh, wait here. Our Bell of Fire, Betty, Buckskin, AQHA, Quarter Horse, Mare. Let's see. Betty is broke to ride. He had injury young and has scar on hind. She was used to check and gather cattle. She is out of a proven pro rodeo mare who won Caldwell Knights and held fast time at San Antonio for several years. Her sire has produce, multiple event horses. Her great-grandsire was an NFR qualifier and round winner. She is easy to be around and handle. I have patterned her, but she became sore with her injury, not sure she is a good prospect for barrels. She was rode out a lot to check and gather cattle. She would make an excellent broodmare. I think this might be the one because she's only $7,500. And guess what? <laughs> she's a really, 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 really dark buckskin. Some would call her a bay. Oh my God, you've reversed really bad ads in my brain now. <laughs> I have to think about them in a whole new way now. And what's funny is like I've searched Dream Horse so often that you do go down, you like click things in the advanced search. And yeah, that is fantastic. Mary, well done. <laughs> you win a prize. Mary, we're going to end with you because uh, we can't top it. So, yeah, you know oh, what? I'm glad you won. <laughs> she's so salty. I love it. <laughs> You get pretty salty when it snows through June and July. So <laughs> very well done, Mary. But you know what? I've seen pictures from Mary. She lives in one of the most beautiful places in the world. <laughs> she really does. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. We're going to hang around. Auditors we will talk for a little bit. Um, but uh, thanks for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. We'll be here next week for your entertainment pleasure. Uh, or, or to bore or you Or just to, to piss you off, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here for one of those reasons. Sorry, everybody. It's Faye Nuttergeld. Uh, JenniferHorseRadioNetwork.com for all your complaints about everything Jamie said today. I need to get, the, uh, I need to get our, our voiceover guy to do a disclaimer like that. Things Jamie says are not actually a part of <laughs> representative of the horse radio should network. not be believed in any way shape or form or you should not practice it in any way shape or form we're not even sure why you listen to this stupid show <laughs> <laughs> by the way auditors thank you so much for uh, all the posts that you did that was terrific you buried that negative ad so far nobody ever find it Good job. Y'all are awesome. Uh, so I was going to talk to you real quick. I, I've been having the conundrum of trying to get my round pen covered and ordering a, a cover over my round pen that, that is a roof and has a north wall and a south wall. Because the wind it won't comes blow away in, a hurt, in one of your tremendous windstorms. <laughs> no, you can't promise that. But... Uh, so I've been be getting these ridiculous quotes and all this. And, and so Chad's like, I don't understand. You spend that much money on just a romping cover. You might as well get a covered arena. And I was like, that's great, honey. Cause of course my business pays for all this. Uh, so he just get a covered arena. Why not? You know, that sounds good, babe. But the problem is, is then I would just put the romp in, in the cover in the arena. <laughs> like, and then it would just be whatever. Anyway. So 
the the project continues and we that tiny house tiny crappy house that we lived in up front on the property that's like you know cinder blocks and nightmare uh when i called it the windowless nightmare that i lived in for a year and a half uh we want to demolish it and put a covered arena on top of it the Wouldn't house be you're awesome? gonna take the house out well, here's the problem, Glenn. We have people living there. I was going to say, <laughs> the lady living there is probably going to be pissed. Yeah, that's my conundrum. But they're behind in rent, so I'm just like, oh, well, then it's okay. Hands, like, that's one way to, to get them out. Rent. Yeah, I'm going to stop demanding money, and when you're about ten thousand behind, I'm going to kick you out. <laughs> Chad's like, we're not going to wait that long, and I was like, what are we going to do? So yeah, it's, it's really so, so that you is my what? plan. It's- it's got to be tough being behind in rent when you live on the property with the landlord. Oh my God, it drives me fucking crazy. I can cuss in this one. It's right? got to be yeah. tough for them too because they are they do they hide from you when they come in and out? This is my farm sitter. You oh, guys, please that don't makes say it anything. even more complicated. It's, it's, it, oh. So she's constantly working off. And this whole relationship started when she sent me a horse to train and then I kept it a month. It's not and an she auditor, never right? Uh, no, no, no. Okay, no. good. good. Yeah. So she like, it's, 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 it's horrifying. And the problem is like, there's so, she's lovely. I really like her, but she's very fiscally irresponsible. Let me paint a picture for you. She has. Not that any one, of us have ever been there before. Oh, just wait. She's one person. She has three cars, two horse trailers, eight horses and no truck. She doesn't keep the horses at your place. Does she? Oh God. No. Okay. Sorry. She, she tried that. We've, we mix that. Um, yeah, let me, let me, three cars, two horse trailers. Not one of those vehicles is a truck. Oh. So she came home the other day and used her dad's truck to move a horse or something and parked the horse trailer in, in the driveway, like turnaround driveway. And I was like, Hey, can you move the trailer? Like you like parked it right in the middle of everything. We have trailer parking over here. Like she was like, Oh, I don't have a truck. Can you move it? Losing my fucking mind, man. <laughs> And like, I mean, Chad's like, it is costing us money to have him live there because the gas and electric. And oh, all yeah, this especially, yeah. Like that, it is no like question. driving crazy. And again, this is like a super nice person. And I, I just, I, I mean, it's just like, why do you have eight horses? Why do you have three cars? Why do you have two horse trailers and you owe me thousands of dollars? This has been like, the story. And you live here. I told the Pitbull story the other day. This has been the story of the week, hasn't it? Kind of. You know, people. I'm so irritated. You know, I understand like, people getting jams. We all have. You know, we've all been there. But um, uh, Excuse me. Yeah. Getting in a jam is not having a goddamn no. Amazon package showing up every fucking day. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, and my. We wouldn't, and, you know. Uh, We've been in such a, Jennifer would love to have eight horses right now. We can't afford eight horses, you know, so no. we, we don't have eight horses. <laughs> you know, so. And, and you guys, again, I'm, I'm venting to, I'm venting to Glenn, hoping nobody, nobody really listens to this. So I'm <laughs> venting to Glenn because I just, I'm kind of like now, uh, now my visualization has changed to putting an arena where the house is <laughs> and it's starting to get a little more. See, Mary tasty. got you visualizing now. She has you uh-huh. visualizing. See? She did. She did. Well, oh. you know, what's tough is you have to do this now, like start doing it through registered letters, even if she lives on your property. Mm-hmm. You need proof. You my farms that are. See, that makes it extra complicated. But don't you think she knows she has that over your head? She, there's, there's nothing mean about it. Like, so here's, here's why this all came up this week is because their water heater broke. 
Mm. And I'm like, everything's going to break in that house. It's at that age. <laughs> it's 150 yeah. years old. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I, I'm like, I have to buy a water heater. But I was like, how about you go buy the water heater and I'll take it off your rent. And she's like, if I had $700 to spend, I would give it to you. And I was like, well, then why the Ooh. fuck do you have three cars and two horse trailers and eight horses? Like, and, and, and they all get the best of everything. She Time to has sell a brought horse them over and car. they're like being fed <laughs> at, like, like uh, they eat better than I do. And I eat pretty well, you know? <laughs> so I, so I, it's, you know, it's, at some point though, you gotta, you, Chad's right. You have to. You have to play I know hardball. it's it's coming, it's but then coming. you have to find a new pet sitter because as soon as you start putting the hammer down, that's done. I know, and then I'm, I'm, and then she's going to move out in the night one night and just disappear. She's she's well known around the area, she, and she's been my friend. I just I like I just because we're friends doesn't mean you can take advantage of my husband and I and our goodness. But like it's not. I mean, it, her living there is not costing me anything. Do you know what you could rent that friend. house for now in in Ocala? Oh my god, I know, I know. I mean, <laughs> two thousand a month. <laughs> but I wanted to have somebody nice that I liked living on the property, you know. And so I, I don't have to rent it out. I'd love to drive a bulldozer through it because it blocks the view. For, you know, for me, I don't. <laughs> to see it so but but now i'm like okay well she's nice and she's my friend and she'll be living here and then i'll have a pet sitter and they'll be great like and but i think that her she's taken advantage of my kind of, and and not advantage like she knows how shitty it is and like i i've told her repeatedly I'm like rebecca i do not want to be a like a landlord i don't want to be a slum lord i don't want i don't want to do i don't want to every time i talk to you i don't want to ask you for money like i don't want to do right. that anyway yeah, so unfortunately has, that happens you know it, it, oh my god it's making me crazy yeah. so i barely charge any rent i just want her to pay her and this is bills. probably eating you up more than it is her to be honest um, oh i'm sure it is it's it drives me crazy and chad and i chad will bring it up and i'm like don't i nope can't you know, the one it. thing we've been very careful about, we've been on this property now for, I don't know, eight years going on, eight years, and the same landlord for eight years. They live on the property. It's like your situation. They live as close as you do. But you pay your bills. But the, I don't care if we didn't pay any other bill. We paid the rent on time every month, you know, early every month for the last eight years. We have never been late once. And, and you know, even if we something else had to be late, that got in. Because... <laughs> yeah. cause, you don't want to lose the place you live, especially if you like it. And, I, you know, I, to be honest, they could raise our rent right now with the price of rents around here. They could get double what we're paying them. And I don't think they do because they like having a good renter. You know, somebody helps take care of the place and helps take care of the horses and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's valuable, too. And if she, you know, if she paid her bills on time, then it would be, you know, you wouldn't be... It would be a wonderful situation. And it's just yeah. not even like paying your bills on time. Just fucking pay them. Yeah. Like, why am I paying for your gas and your electric? And we have wells, so you don't pay water. Then her boyfriend just moved in, right? So oh, I'm no. like, Great. okay. Now no, you're this is screwed. <laughs> no, this is good because maybe he's going to start paying for shit, you know? And so he comes up to me and he's so nice. Like, they're so nice. But, and he's like, hey, so I was talking uh, and I was going to see if maybe we could get um, internet down here. I said, let me tell you something. I'm more than happy to get internet for you guys once, I don't know. Any other bills are paid? <laughs> He's like, okay, okay, cool, all right. And he walked off like there was no question, like really. Oh, what he knew? Gonna, they know. Oh, they have to yeah. know. They ha he has to know. Otherwise, like, oh my god, 
wow, what'd you just move into, dude, if you don't know? But anyway, he's just like, fair enough. <laughs> like, walked <laughs> off, like, not like, you know what, how much do we owe? What can we do? He's like, cool, fair enough, got it. Yeah, Later. got it. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Back to Starbucks. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I do the show is because it's I'm cathartic. Uh, it's, it's therapeutic. And by the way, auditors, uh, post-show is not to be shared. Yes, to you guys is not to be shared. Or we have to stop Please. doing the post show. And, yes, you know, or you, we, your punishment will be this will end. Oh, no, my punishment will be I'll have to hear this self by myself. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to go. Bye. I've, I've, I've irritated enough people. I'm salty. My husband's out of town. I'm a single mom this weekend again. And like, I don't know. I I'm have just going to go I'm say done. goodbye to my doggy. Oh, see, thank you for bringing it back in perspective. My problems aren't that bad. Go <laughs> smooch right. that puppy for <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.